Welcome to episode 142 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Justin Bieber and Christ coming in the flesh. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and Christmas cookie of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between. Oh, I'm not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, I want to jump straight in. Yes. It's Advent. We made it to Advent. It is. I actually enjoy Advent. We're not in the final Christmas, countdown of this like year, Advent. too. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That makes it even better. So I got to preach uh, after Thanksgiving, and I, I was super excited mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so thankful for Associate Pastor Sunday, where pastors try and take off the Sunday after Thanksgiving because it's not a Jesus holiday, and they can do it, and it's before the Easter craziness. Mm-hmm. So that gives people like me a chance to get in the pulpit a bit more. So, no, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I enjoy Advent. Mm-hmm. And planning sermons, actually, I, I don't get to do that often, so when I do, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but it got me thinking, and every now and then, I like to do kind of a PSA to pastors out there uh, to help them out during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. You know, think of it as an early Christmas gift. That's pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone so, likes an early Christmas present. Exactly. And, and there's always this pressure to connect culture and the sermon together right and i want to go over a couple of things that we just shouldn't do so pastors go ahead and tell these jokes to your wives or kids in the safety of your own Mm -hmm. home but under no circumstance are you to try and frame a message around this i'm Um, ready i'm ready to hear these ready okay these are just a couple that i've thought of if at any point you find yourself trying to say, aren't you glad Jesus didn't socially distance from us and chose to be with us, you've gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to drag that into this. We all know what's going on. In fact, during Christmas time, we kind of want to talk about it right now. Right? right? That's fair, right? Because the only way I've thought of people saying that is by going like, aren't you glad Jesus didn't socially distance from us? And it's just like they're, they're, I, I don't know, just like that. Well, aren't you? Gonna... I mean, I'm sure they'll say it differently, but that's all all here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Or or the other. I mean, you know, occasionally the older pastors think they have to, you know, try and be cool to 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 gaming. Mm-hmm. And talk about find your destiny, <laughs> boys and girls. Um. Which, that's not even on the list. Don't yeah. do that one, you know. Or talk about the halo of the angels. Oh, my God. What are, these are from, like, freaking 2005. The only Master Chief we need is the Lord. And oh I'm not gosh. even going to hit the Jesus Juke button, because that's so bad. And I've said some bad that's, ones. That's like And you can go back level. and check. Yeah, right? I don't even, yeah, I don't even think um, you can get away with that as a youth pastor. Yeah. So, so, so the other is to say that Christ is among us and Satan looking sus. <laughs> I hate you. That makes me upset that you just said that. 
Did you come up with that? It's clever. It's real clever. I'm eating the sin so that others don't have to. (laughs) I'm a sin eater on this one. Yeah, I did think of that. I was actually nervous to see if someone tried to do a sermon series on that. But if, if that's a thing that you're thinking... Yeah, these are great yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, they're not. The Christmas sermons are the ones that you should have back pocketed, ready to go at any given point because it comes at a fairly regular basis and you have enough time to prepare in between. Don't do this thing. Don't. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've watched so many times pastors like try and, and be catchy. And it's just like, you don't have to... like. You don't have to tart up the gospel like that, you know? It's like, oh, I need to connect it to this. No, you really don't. Like, there's a lot of times you don't have to bridge mm-hmm. that gap. You know, like, oh, Die Hard's popular. Maybe I should. And I'm sure someone did it when Die Hard came out. Well, Jesus died hard for us on the cross. Oh, my like, Shut up. Shut up. No. Ugh, Caleb. This is getting worse and worse. Speaking of Die Hard, we weren't going to talk about this, but I said Die Hard, and I want to know. Okay, okay. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Never seen it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. That Wouldn't know. That can't be a real... Wait, seriously? <laughs> seriously, this is like a I've bit. I've seen bits and pieces. You, you haven't... I don't know what to do with that. I was not prepared for that. I was ready for any other answer. Hey, I mean, you sometimes... You haven't seen Die Hard. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think that I I should watch it. Maybe I'll watch it this year. So, I would say Die Hard is a movie that takes place during Christmas, but is not fundamentally a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. on the other hand, can't say Jack anything because you have I'd say it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, but your opinion has no weight here. Does it take place during... Uh, yeah, I don't even know. It's a movie I, that takes place I watched, during Christmas. Last year I watched um, the movies that made us. It's like a Netflix documentary series mm-hmm. that dives into like popular movies. Mm-hmm. And they did one on Die Hard, and that's about all I know. Like I know a lot of like the behind-the-scenes stuff that right. happened on it, but... That's about it. It takes place during a corporate Christmas party, but I wouldn't... Uh, like, I, I, It's not a Christmas movie. If there's Christmas in it, doesn't that mean it's a Christmas movie? No. No. Like, no. <laughs> Life still happens during Christmas. Other stuff happens. Like Christmas things? No, as in, I mean... Like a terrorist trying to blow up something? I go to the gym during Christmas or during the month of December, but I don't call it my gym or or my Christmas gym time. It's just my gym time. Well, yeah, but what if there was a Christmas... What if, I'm trying to think of like a film, though. Die Hard. If you went to the gym and there was Christmas decorations and it was about you going to the gym, wouldn't that make it a Christmas... Gym experience? No, it would be a gym with Christmas decorations. Interesting. Yeah. I think it takes place during a Christmas party. See, part of, to me, part of the the idea behind a Christmas movie is um, the Christmas ex machina at the end. You know, instead of the deus ex machina, that the answer just happens to show up out of anywhere. But, like, in Christmas movies, it's always the final... Oh, the spirit of Christmas saved us. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like the cheesy endings where it's like, 
all we have to do is believe or clap or think about Santa real hard, and then it happens. In, in, are, in, are you trying to make fun of Elf? Because if you are, then we got an issue no, here. No, I'm not. I actually think Elf is a phenomenal Christmas movie. It is. I'm actually affirming it as a Christmas movie. Right, 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 right. Because of the Christmas ex machina. But you're saying it has to have that in order for it to be a Christmas movie? Instead of a movie that takes place during Christmas, yeah. Well, there's plenty of Christmas movies that don't have that. Such as? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, no, that definitely has the Christmas ex machina <laughs> right. in it. Um, I'm trying to think. There is because his boss randomly has a change of heart at the end for no reason at all and doesn't have them arrested for kidnapping him. Well, listen, Christmas here you go. Ex Machina. Here you You're go. right. She was talking to me. Are about you it saying that Hallmark movies aren't Christmas movies because half the time they're just about kissing and romance? But I would they just take so place during say Christmas. Hallmark movies are barely movies, but most of them do have that spirit of Christmas to them. They're also bad. I'm just gonna say it. They're they're not good. But they're like kind of good. Hey guys, know? if uh, if <laughs> if your girlfriend is currently in the big city and going back to her small town, uh, she's <laughs> breaking watch up out. with you. <laughs> you just better be prepared. It's over. Or if you live in a small town and she's from the big city and she has to go back, then uh, she's still breaking up with you. It's just if she's going anywhere for Christmas, go ahead and um, you're done for. Yeah, you start, polish that hinge uh, profile and get back on the apps because she's gonna find whatever. But if you're a guy, small town, and you live in a small town, and your old friend is coming back from the big with city, a chiseled jawline, you could for be no in luck at all, despite the fact that everyone else in that town is severely overweight. What? I'm sorry, Danny, 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 Danny. And why do they all have a diner? Because everywhere like, has a diner. Like they all no, but like they have a central diner. Don't we all? And Candace Cameron Bure is in like twelve of them this year. It's crazy. I didn't know who that is. Uh, she she plays DJ Tanner on Full House and Fuller House. Oh yes. <laughs> There's something about me that in high school I loved Hallmark movies. Like I would, they were like crack. Right. And I would, it would be Christmas time, right. and it's just like. Ah, it's a Saturday right. morning. They're like crack. You make some crack hot chocolate. Is, is bad for you, but you keep craving it for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it just never gets old. It's like, it's, I don't know. I kind of, I think because I grew up with three sisters, mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy all of the girly stuff. Like I was just forced to like watch Gilmore Girls and all these Barbie movies growing up. And I just eventually just had to grow a taste for it to survive, you know, in that house. I would say most of those movies, though, at some point say, look, it's snowing. Just like, you know, despite the fact that it's... Do you think they have, like, a formula? Like, it's just a poster in the Hallmark office that's like, okay, it starts out. There's a a girl. She's She's troubled about something. Oh, she's a look, busy business. The family's woman. like, "Oh, we really want you to come back for the holidays." Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I feel like that's probably. I thing. I think saying is it a poster gives too much credit. It's a post-it, <laughs> like post-it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, anyway, I just, wow. Okay, we have to watch Die Hard. I'm sorry. Um, 
<laughs> I'm like super wasn't ready for that. We have to watch Die Hard. We'll watch Die Hard this year. Okay. So, um, any, anyway, though, speaking of, of, of faith, I mean, a few of these do get into the issue of faith a little bit, and they're they're kind of like undercover Christianity movies. Half the Hallmark movies are kind of like quasi-faith-based, but it's not really specific enough to like actually... Uh, ruffle any feathers, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. So, but but a thing I've been um, kind of watching a bit going on in social media is actually Justin Bieber. And I, 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 all right. So, first of all, I'm just going to be open and honest. I think his music is amazing and he's incredibly talented mm-hmm. and has been even during that, even his pop fluff stage, he was still talented. Although the music, I was definitely not his target audience. Um, as he was singing, Baby. Danny has a man crush. All right. No, I don't. I just think he's crazy talented. Um, yeah, it's okay to have a man crush, but it's a thing. No, because he grew that kind of like mid twenties half stash. That's gross. Anyway, um, it doesn't look good. Anyone? Hey, fourteen year olds. Mm-mm, yeah. Jade. Just because you can grow hair doesn't mean you should. <laughs> Sometimes you got to learn the hard way, Danny. Right. <laughs> You gotta get your your pride cut somehow. I learned that by people making fun of me for jean shorts in middle school. Ah, you wear jean shorts. I didn't know. And then I switched to cargos, and now apparently those are out of style. Anyway, <laughs> yes. that's not whatever. I like mine. Where are we talking about? Bieber. <laughs> um, no, Justin Bieber. I've actually been very impressed because he's been very open Christian about right. a ton of different things. Even his Instagram postings have been incredibly. Um, open in their faith and telling people hey anyone that's going through something just know that jesus loves you and yeah oftentimes they talk about they have faith they 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 trust god and they just kind of keep it open to not uh um offend anybody they talk about the non kind of descript god like it could be yours uh but 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 justin isn't doing that and i actually super appreciate it um because he's getting it absolutely correct even though he's still kind of a new christian a bit mm-hmm. and all this in the face of his uh pastor being asked to step down because of moral failure um mm-hmm. and i'm not we're not talking about that because that's personally i'm they didn't even need a news article talking yeah. about that like so hey man's going through it so you know prayers for him but mm-hmm. but in in spite of Justin's kind of moral guide, essentially, which is kind of not the the best term. His pastor uh, going through this, he's still turning to God through all of this, and I actually think that's crazy impressive. Right. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I've I've I mean, his past few uh, kind of statements and songs, and they've been very open about the pressure that he faced as a uh, as a thirteen year old kid the the things he did that were wrong and bad mm-hmm. and and doesn't try and coat them as like we all make nondescript mistakes yeah but not like you did homie uh like shout but, out to monster and uh sean mendez my man crush yeah uh, no that i mean that's a fantastic kind of it song because it, it talks about the pressure of yeah. them because they both had yeah. similar experiences mm-hmm. i guess um but he doesn't try and coat it in a lot of sugar Right. Uh, he he. I don't know why that was so funny. He, he doesn't sugarcoat <laughs> it. The way you <laughs> coat it, I don't. In a lot of sugar. He doesn't coat you know? it in a lot of sugar. Um, 
and is open about it and also is open about the pressure that he faced and i just really appreciate just how transparent he's being and that through that he's telling people and i found god in this and know that jesus cares about me and cares about you so yeah yeah. it has been cool to see like and it's not something you see often Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah typically like celebrities or christians you know Mm -hmm. it is we were talking about this before like it's pretty on like the down low or right. generic as you were saying it's like right oh yeah right kind of secret god is Christian. good yeah. you know um like just broad statements not anything that's like bold and mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like it's interesting right because i think about this a lot like does it need to be like are you being irresponsible as a christian to have such a large following and not be proclaiming the gospel boldly um and in in like if you're not mm-hmm. like are you doing it in the personal relationships that you're building mm-hmm. um you know so it's like hard to hard to see but it, yeah it's cool to see yeah someone who's doing it like well in in a way that's mm-hmm. like not doesn't feel like it's pushing people away but like yeah. genuinely just like hey yeah it's like run to Jesus, you know. It's authentic, it's not contrived. That it's it's not fake. It's not a thing that he had to like stir up. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's how I feel about a lot of Christian uh, movies too. Is is just it 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 tries too hard. It just comes off as inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Uh that 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 they're I mean, even um, Reliant K, you know, they they actually talked about this in in kind of the first few albums of they they were trying to find a, a way to mention the name of Jesus in their music that didn't come off as corny. I mean, right? Yeah, they were they were open that just because of the amount of times it's been done as a way to gloss over not having the best quality of music and just going it's like well their heart's in the right place because they said jesus um right and 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 that's been been a problem especially in christian media but i mean i still maintain people are the biggest or people are able to detect in authenticity more than they think they can and better than they're able to communicate it and right. i i think that's the bigger a bigger aspect is that as justin's doing this it's not inauthentic this is actually who he is yeah he's he he's being open he's being honest he's still a mess in in talking about that but understands that in his messiness he's still loved by god and he's I don't think he sat down and said, okay, I have 15 or however many people on Instagram following him, 15 mil, you know, trying to follow him. Uh, I need, how can I take this and just cram the gospel down people's throat with that? I don't think he's doing that, but he is Mm -hmm. kind of talking about, I mean, this is who I am. I have to be the person I am. And out of that, because he's been filled with Christ, there's the outflowing of that. Right. Yeah. And exactly. Like it's 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 cool because it seems like it's <clears throat> genuinely like tied to his identity. It sounds yeah. like it's what you're saying. Yeah. And and that when that happens, like you can't help but mm-hmm. like talk about it in a genuine way. Like right. this has changed me so right. much. Um and I want that for you too, mm-hmm. you know. So that's yeah, it's definitely been cool yeah. to see. 
you know, kind of the same thing on the Kanye uh, kind of an album. It, mm-hmm. I mean, to put out an album titled Jesus is King is kind of like people were worried it'd be career suicide um, when in actuality it was because it was based in authenticity of faith, I think mm-hmm. um, it actually did quite well because it was it was an outflowing of the spirit being the driving aspect of every aspect or uh, being the driving kind of force of all the aspects. It's right. It's, it's just an overflowing instead of a, all right, this is my Jesus thing. And this is my other thing. It's like, no, Jesus is just in all of it because we are new creations. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't know. I think Justin's crazy talented and I'm super kind of excited and, I, I've always enjoyed his music, just to be honest. I've I've always enjoyed it. Baby. Um hmm? Be honest, baby. No, that like one it? that one was that see, it, it, it was a bit crazy. It's honestly like, like the only Justin Bieber song that I know mm-hmm. as well as like the new one that he just released. He's Sounds got some terrible, real good stuff in there. I mean he's got some good It's like the music. only things I've kept tabs um, on. Yeah, I I've especially over the past I think five a years really enjoyed his stuff just because it's gotten very honest and even a few of the v- 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 videos that he did they were very honest about trying to feel the pressure to be the thing everyone wants him to be and it's just not him yeah um gosh what song what song was that it was with uh diplo i think what was that i have no idea Anyway, it was a really good song. Diplo. Um, Justin what? Bieber, Diplo. Diplo? Who's a, Diplo? Diplo. Oh, yeah. Where are you now? That was like mm-hmm. prior to his coming to faith, honest. And it was um, the v- 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 video is just him. It took all the frames of the video and gave people a chance to draw over them. Yeah. Anything they wanted a knowing it was justin on them and man some people put some harsh things they put some really mean things and some people put some nice things some people put a random things and it was just this like it was really tr- really tragic to say like people are trying to make me into this thing and i don't even know who i am so yeah. i don't know it, it was a uh, it was crazy right so bieber yeah man but um no, I I just the the more I've studied theology and I keep buying big books and reading them and that's not a flex or anything but like the the deeper I get into it the more that I understand that the conclusion is still so beautifully simple mm-hmm. uh, and I appreciate that a lot because it does go back to this thing of of I mean Justin's not a great theologian he hasn't I mean right. he's, he, he's not a great scholar he's he's very good at the thing he does um yeah but to be able to so still beautifully communicate the gospel and not need expertise to do it I yeah. think people tend to think they need to be an expert first and it's like no the 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 the, the more of a quote unquote expert I become the more I understand, A, I don't actually know anything, mm-hmm. and B, uh, the gospel is beautiful in its complexity, but w- wonderfully simple. 
Yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoy that, that it's just very simple. Yeah. And I think that like the power of like testimony too Mm -hmm. is what's so cool as well. Mm -hmm. Is that like, Mm -hmm. you can't deny what God is doing within someone. Right. And it's like, and it's cool that we can just share our own experience on how God has changed us. Mm-hmm. And in that, it's just like a form of you telling the gospel and mm-hmm. just you yeah, talking about that. And it's like, yeah, the gospel is uh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it yeah. blows my mind that it's so like, versatile on like yeah. the ways that you can explain it. Right. And... And ultimately, like, just God revealing himself however he wants to, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, that God would even choose to do that in any form or manner is actually a massive grace that I think a lot of us take for granted, that, like, God wants to reveal himself to us. And, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of Advent, to be honest, is is, is the incarnation of... Um, Look at that transition. I'm going to blow it up right here. Why? We Boom. were right there. <laughs> uh, I can't let you You can. Do. I believe in you. <laughs> One day. Anyways. So, so incarnation. I'm just going to keep going. I don't like this. Incarnation's this big Christianese theology... Where the just means that God took on flesh. And mm-hmm. I know I've talked about this before, but one of my probably all-time favorite qualities of God, and and I, 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 I know I'll take flack on the wording of this, God is intensely meddlesome, and I love that. Um, God just doesn't create everything, give it a little bit of a push, and go like, let's see what they do. But mm-hmm. instead goes like, no, 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 I'm going to get up in there. Um I'm going to get in their mess and bring them back to myself. And uh, this is the part of, of Advent that's actually crazy important is that a Christ took on, sorry, a God took on flesh. Um, mm-hmm. So so in, in kind of uh, uh, the, 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 the story of the announcement of, of the coming of Christ from the angels to Mary um, is is it's kind of this the, this kind of first part of that God is coming to be with his people in an unexpected way so uh, Caleb in Luke chapter 1 26 through 33 you want to give that a read mm-hmm. in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end." 
So this um, is is a crazy important passage uh, in in scripture that I think I think kind of gets I'm I'm gonna say controversial things here. Why not? Uh, gets passed over on its importance because cute baby Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, people tend to pull the uh, Talladega Knights of like dear eight pound six ounce baby jesus Mm -hmm. you know they focus on that but this is actually a very important part this is the announcement of um hey mary you're going to become pregnant (laughs) by the holy spirit and give birth to uh jesus christ who will be the savior of mankind and the son of god yeah and that is like mind-blowing and it's (laughs) like she wasn't that old either she probably like maybe 15 or 16 something close to that right um and 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 to have this this happen is is an honor uh and i mean you know they call her the favored one um you know this is an honor to be able to to bear the christ child into Mm -hmm. the world but the Christ I mean, child yeah is that something people say yes it's the first time I've ever heard that then <laughs> you don't pay attention in church <laughs> the Christ child yeah no the Christ child that's weird I don't know why that sounds weird to me mm. getting baby Yoda vibes for some reason <laughs> we almost went one episode without talking about the Mandalorian <laughs> uh, we cannot make that comparison at all no, I'm not making a comparison. I'm just saying, Christ child. Yeah, the Christ child. Oh, interesting. That's the thing. Anyway, so like, <laughs> um, they, there's, there's kind of a twofold importance of this that Christ is 100% man and 100% God that are both in interplay at the same time. So, right. and uh. I think throughout a lot of church history, there's been a struggle of is Jesus a hundred percent man or hundred percent God? And, and the, the actual answer is both. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people go, does that make him 200%? No. So Caleb, are you 100% your mother's child? Yes. Are you 100% your father's child? Yes. Now, granted, DNA, we can maybe go in and determine, like, this is from here, this is from here, but all right, whatever. Um, the it, This is that idea of it's 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 that Jesus is 100% God and 100% man. That there, mm-hmm. is, there is a supernatural aspect to Christ coming into this world as the begotten child of God uh, and being born through the flesh that makes him a man and able to be tempted in the same manner that all of us are. Right. That only Christ is able to bear the weight of mankind and also to save us from, from our kind of our sins because of, of the, of the interplay between Christ being a hundred percent human and a hundred percent man. Yeah. And I think like part of it, I don't think that it's meant to be fully understood by us, nor do I mm-hmm. think we can. Mm-hmm. I think it's similar to the Trinity, and like it's impossible for us to comprehend mm-hmm. um, three in one. You know, like mm-hmm. we we can't. Right. You know, like no matter how much you think about it, you're going to end up dividing them somehow. 
and ultimately you're missing the point in diving into that anyways right and i think it's kind of similar with this Mm -hmm. in my opinion but you know that's just me yeah i mean (laughs) yeah it's in and i don't think this is a thing to get caught up on necessarily speaking until you Mm -hmm. get to a place of saying that he's not a hundred percent either i mean Mm -hmm. Especially the Trinity conversation, there's a few parts that are just agreed upon wording that we just kind of agree to and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted, I can I I can hold my own in those conversations, but at the same time, like that's not the 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 it's main your seminarian. Point. It's no, it's not that. It's like it is it, it is important because if God isn't a hundred percent man, yeah. then the death of Christ isn't a hundred percent effective. Um, as as far as bearing the consequences of our of 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 all our, our bad choices and our sin, um, and if God isn't a hundred percent divine, then, um, then then he isn't. Then it's not actually a payment that satisfies. It's a payment that like almost satisfies, yeah. and almost uh kind of satisfies is the same thing as not satisfying. Yep, it's like well I paid half the debt you owed who cares i'm still in debt like yeah like so um i don't know i think that's important to to balance that god is 100 percent god and 100 percent man and that's mm-hmm. most evident in the birth of christ mm-hmm. yeah so i mean as far as 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 christmas goes and even in the devotional that both of us are going through they do talk about that this is an unexpected birth um in an unexpected birth announcement of, um, you know, especially to Mary, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, hey, you're pregnant, uh, and it's the Son of God. Like, the double whammy of that is uh, quite spectacular. Can you imagine? Sorry. That would be insane. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that, because they know that, mm-hmm. like, were they, were Mary and Joseph religious? Yes. Yeah, so like they knew that Yeah, he was of the line of Judah. He was gonna come back one day. Yeah. Um Yeah. And and like Yeah ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, like like they were waiting yes? what what was it? Like they're waiting to hear from God or something like that. So I'm, I'm they, no seminarian. <laughs> I hate that. I just I really hate that. Um they they doing it so, just to annoy you. <laughs> One of the things that becomes very evident on Palm Sunday, which I know is a different holiday, uh, and that's twice I've made that joke. Anyway, um, one of the things we kind of understand is that they were expecting the king to come and save them, as in push out the Roman oppressors, uh, Mm -hmm. establish the nation state again in its own right to rule itself that's why they put down palm branches was because it was uh kind of a sign of all right all right let's overthrow rome so like from the roman centurion perspective they're seeing this and going like oh it's go time like it's fight time but in actuality christ didn't come to overthrow rome he came to overthrow sin sickness and death right uh, which is like a much bigger enemy. He's like, no, I'm going for the big fish. Um, so the I think they fish. they understood the coming of of the uh, of the king coming to save them, but um, 
not in the manner that they expected him to in the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, just imagine being Mary and an angel. That's already crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. Coming to talk to you and then telling you mm-hmm. that you're going to have the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even... I mean, what you said, fifteen years old. Um, yeah, fifteen, sixteen. My, my she's fifteen year old yeah. brain wouldn't even be able to wrap my head around, right. you know, just right. simpler things. Well, in in the words the angel are uh, using here, especially towards the end of that passage, they're not small phrases either. Yeah, they're exactly. I mean, it, to start off, you shall call his name Jesus is a clear. Hey, no, here's who this person is. It's it's kind of tied to the name Joshua and. Um, Joshua, yeah, Joshua. Oh man, now I'm questioning that. But it was it was a clear indication that this is the king they've been waiting for. Yeah. Um, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. So he's talking about like he will be as a king, mm-hmm. uh, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. I mean, these are v- uh, hey Mary. First of all, you're gonna have a child, and that's buck wild. <laughs> like that, that's yep. buck wild. It's like, oh wow, I'm I'm honored by God to carry a child. Yeah, yeah, hold on. And <laughs> he shall be called. Uh, where's the other one? Uh, 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 the son of the Most High. And to her, that would have perked up her attention for like, mm, not many people get that title of Most High because. Yeah, that's God. So the Son of God. I'm going to give birth to the Son of God. Yeah, I mean these aren't small titles being dropped here. There is this idea that Mary definitely knew something was going to happen. And it was going to be big, right? So take that, Mary. Did you know? Like broad strokes. Yeah, she had an idea. Yeah, um, <laughs> because yeah, the right. angel literally just told her. <laughs> right. I don't like that song either. Sorry. Right. Sorry, whoever wrote that. Who was that? Phil Wickham? Or did he just do a cover? What? Phil, did <laughs> Phil Wickham write Mary? Did you, that song is old. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh. Dang. Yeah, that song is, Did Phil Wickham... What am I going to do with <laughs> that's you That's the first version I heard. That's why Phil I think Wick- that... Uh, that's why I think it was written by him. But... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Now you're gonna you're gonna be caught on my my blonde moment. You know, Buddy Green. Buddy Green. No, Mark Lowry in 1984. That can't be right. That can't be right. But yeah, moving on. Sorry, Mark Lowry. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. I mean, like, what a crazy. Every older person just went. Yeah, that can't be right. Mark Lowry's the comedian. Um. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for interrupting me, Danny. Well, what happens? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I think it's it's got to be crazy. And I think what's crazy about, I mean, just looking at the whole picture of things, mm-hmm. is like their their view. I mean, I guess the thing that would have been surprising is that her view of, like, a king of the most high. Mm-hmm. Like, imagining that his life probably was going to go a lot different than mm-hmm. how it panned out. Right. And I think that that's something I think a lot about. Um, right. Is like, not only is he, he is mm-hmm. the king, most high, mm-hmm. but like, 
lived like you know kind of uh like not the most high quality life as far as earthly standards right and i think i that that's so interesting because i mean one thing we say at our church a lot is like that my pastor says is like god's economy Mm-hmm. Like is way different than ours now, and I look at yeah. my life like wanting it to be this thing. I need to be financially secure, all of this different stuff. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it's just an interesting right. thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and then you look at what what is supposed to be like the king, and and he lives this life that just like is very uh, not traditional for a king. Yeah. You, um, right. I mean, and but that doesn't matter. You know, if that makes sense. Even his birth. I mean, think of the thing right. that Mary must have felt. That mm-hmm. they got to the census place uh, not on time. Yeah. Um, because pregnant. And then like, uh, hi, I'm going to labor. Do you have a room? And they're like, we have yep. a barn. Yeah. And she's like, uh, son of the most highs up in here trying to get out. And uh, I can't I can't give birth to this king in the barn. And it's like, well, that's what we got. And I just, I mean, that mm-hmm. to me, I can't imagine that as, as right. I mean, cause how, how do you provide for a king the, the type of fanfare they deserve? And to be honest, I think that's kind of the point mm-hmm. is we are unable to actually do that. That's why Christ came in the first place is that we are unable to actually bring anything to God of any kind of substance. It's God that has to come to us first. And this is the whole point of the incarnation is that, Mm -hmm. is that we can't bring anything of any worth to God who is the most high, who is the King of Kings, who is above all things in all times at all places who is all these things, and the best I can do is essentially a barn. Yeah. Like, I got you this cool home. It sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And, and, and instead, God goes, that's okay. I've made a mansion in heaven for you. Right. And you are my child, and I've adopted a UN through the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean it's it's just truly like wrapping your head around that like this life is not the point. Yeah. It's it's to point people to God. And mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what like fluff you want to add to your life. It mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I mean, Jesus came and lived lived a life in in filth mm-hmm. and and to to do one of the most right. significant things that has ever happened right. that saved us and it's right. like yeah I don't know it's just interesting yeah. that we get so caught up in like all the, right. the fluff and like you know what I have mm-hmm. um, my possessions and lose the point of just like getting people to recognize Jesus as God yeah and yeah. and understanding that what that means for them as right. well. And and I think this especially is, is, is this time of Advent is a time to communicate that it's God who reaches out to us who bridges that gap because mm-hmm. we are unable to bridge that gap and 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 God did it out of 
love. Yeah. Uh, that it isn't out of like, well, I'm going to come down there and oh, I'm going to tell them what they did wrong. It's like, yeah, they, yeah, they, I mean, they'll know, but, um, uh, oh, they'll figure it out. Cause there's something about being in the presence of God that all the other stuff becomes way more clear, but that isn't the point. The point isn't that, that God came down to scold us, but he actually came down to save us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, this is that, quality of God I think is the best quality that he meddles in our day to day um I mean the medals yeah no he absolutely meddles granted it's probably a better term yeah. for it but I I prefer medals Corey Asbury over here reckless <laughs> no but he does medal metal absolutely. I feel like has a negative connotation to it what's the definition of metal I'm curious like he he gets intimate in its uh details that aren't necessarily his i mean he gets all up in our business absolutely interfere with or busy oneself unduly with something that is not one's concern yeah i don't think it's the right right phrase this is all it's definitely his concern <laughs> i i feel like it, it's not of metal. concern to him i mean it's it's this idea of i'm going to get in their business because they're going to kill themselves, but if they rightfully don't. so. That's mm-hmm. the difference between metal and. It's more. Uh... <laughs> I still like metalsome. You. I still like metalsome. God metals, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I I didn't say it was bad. I actually think it's intensely good that God metals and gets up in the details. I mean, that's the whole point of. No, it's not of God. I know what you mean. Flesh. He he yeah. gets up in those details and says, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do this my way." Um, because you can't and, you know, it didn't ask for it, didn't encourage or, you know, no one asked that it would happen, but God came to save us despite, uh, frankly, our best efforts. So, right. um, and I just, I don't know, I, I appreciate that. And I think Christmas is about, I mean, it's not about the trees, the, all the other aspects. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's about the coming of Christ and his coming again. And yeah, especially, um, to view the first coming of Christ to point us to Christ coming again in, we can go about our day to day understanding that this isn't the end, that in Mm -hmm. the end we will be in eternity with God forever because he took on flesh to save us from our sins first. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, this is a, I guess there's a lot of distractions that go on during this time of, of kind of coming up to, to Christmas day that I think as Christians, we have to be careful to not just pass by or get caught up in the, in, in kind of the busy aspects of things, but understand that it it's God coming to be with us. Yeah, I think that it's so easy. I mean, and that's probably the hardest part of Christmas. That's why I mm-hmm. wanted to read this, like, devotional leading up to Christmas, is that, like, it's so easy to focus on all the all the dumb little things mm-hmm. and, and miss the point. I mean, it's almost like going to someone's birthday party and, right. like, being like, oh, look at these balloons. Right. They're so great. Right. I love the, oh, the streamers. Right. Mm, this is so cool. Right. And like missing that your friend is, it's his birthday. Right. And how cool that is. Or spending all the time decorating, buying the 
the bounce castles and all that and mm-hmm. forgetting to invite people to the party. Yeah. But it's a beautiful exactly. party. No one cares. No one knows. Yeah. So. And, and yeah, I think it's just, mm-hmm. it's so, it becomes more and more easy to just forget. But mm-hmm. I think that that's something that mm-hmm. being intentional about every year. And mm-hmm. I think the older I get, it gets easier because like as a kid, I mean, you just, you want presents. I mean, let's be honest here. That's all it's about. You don't care about Jesus. <laughs> like, no, doesn't matter how involved mm-hmm. in church you were. Right. It's about the Legos. Come on. And, you know, now that yeah. I'm past that phase of life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. We've passed the, <laughs> past the Lego phase. The Lego phase. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think that it's, mm-hmm. it's becoming more and more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, see, this was like. Uh, I hate to be the reason for the season guy, because again, ugh. Um, no, but seriously, ugh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, we 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 will spend so much money Amazon priming just a hundred thousand different things, spend a lot of time wrapping up things, and then at no point tell our our kids about the 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 gospel of Jesus Christ and kind of a thing I've, I've encouraged, um, you know, at the church I go to, I've encouraged the, the people to actually spend time like, okay, here's a calendar and a kid's kind of devotional book that, that they go through, right. but spend like a little bit of time each day. Um, tell them about the gospel, especially at an early age. What an important time to do that instead of mm-hmm. going through all the other busy aspects of it. Spend a little bit of time telling them the gospel. And kind of the few people that are doing it, uh, they've all said the same two things. And I think it's beautiful um, and kind of funny. But they've said uh, it was absolute chaos and wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, kids aren't going to like, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, yes, father and... A father and mother, I brought you tea. Absolutely. Tell me the Bible story. And then yeah. they'd like sit quietly. Um, instead, it's the like, would you sit down? I'm, I'm trying to say about Jesus. You know, yeah. like but that's like, that's the, it, it's personal and it's a real and Christ breaking into that moment is actually more of a picture of biblical grace than anything else yeah it's like yeah he broke in during the thing that you're having trouble doing that's where perfect that is the best description of christ coming into the world is in the busy aspect of things of like like things are crazy and christ is coming in the craziness right see that's another sign can't stand silent night it wasn't silent they were like first of all the town was overcrowded so like mm-hmm. they're all there for a census it wasn't silent you got people screaming in the background like it's yeah you know and and then also animals make noise like all night it's crazy and yeah. they're <laughs> that's where they're giving birth is like in a barn with animals also they're giving birth yeah that is a like, thing i've never thought about that br- she's giving I I don't know if the Holy Spirit also came and said like it is gonna be epidural you'll be fine you know like <laughs> this one will be the only painless one like no like this is this she's <laughs> I'm about to give birth ah the Savior has arrived yeah. like that's not yeah I've seen a childbirth before it's disgusting but it wasn't silent because yeah I've never thought about it. the only line that makes sense in there is uh, 
holy night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you got that one right. Do you think at some point Mary tried to look at Joseph and say, You did this to me? And he went, No, I didn't. Ha <laughs> gotcha. Uh do you think Oh my god. Do you think that happened? No. <laughs> in my in in my biblical head canon, I want that to be true. <laughs> God, what? Damn. Like, what? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Like, you did this. Like, nope, no, I didn't. But I'm still here because I love you, sweetheart. And the angel told me I can't leave. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. No. Just I. I guess I would encourage every, everybody. Like, either find a few friends, uh, talk to kids, talk to other people, and just go through the gospel a little bit each day to to concentrate on uh the the actual meaning of christmas that is christ coming so uh caleb i know in the past we've talked about that book by david mathis yes uh we'll put up a picture here editor mm-hmm. um that's me that's one of us yeah <laughs> we'll put up a picture here but yeah do check it out what's it called again it is escaping my brain and i thought if i talked long enough i would get there Whoa. Uh-huh. The Christmas uh, you didn't expect. Yeah. The first thing that came to mind was an unexpected journey. And I was like, no. No, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the name of a Hobbit movie. Yes. <laughs> that's the Hobbit. Uh, no, the Christmas we didn't expect. Um, yeah. Do check that out. Hey, if you're type A and can't start a thing halfway, I get it. I do get it. Get over yourself and just go pick it up uh, and just yeah. read twice as fast. Um but do check it out. It's been pretty good so far. I'm I'm still going through it. It's fantastic. It's just a bit each day and is very important to do. And there's other good devotionals that kids can go through. Um, encourage them to do that just because this is a really important time to put down that foundation of faith. Right. So, And then if they have questions or things that they want us to talk about either about Christmas or about any of the stories or anything, Caleb, where can they find us? You can go to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. And there'll be a form there where you can say hello, um, or ask us a question. If you just want to reach out, you can do it there, or you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at nobody special podcast. And if you want to ask us questions there or whether that's commenting or uh, DMing us you can do it there as well also YouTube if you want to see our faces instead of listening to audio I don't know why you'd want to do that there but, it is <laughs> but you can go do <laughs> I that if I didn't say it, you would <laughs> um, and you can go there and subscribe and you can comment there and we'll see that as well so really Absolutely. reach out anywhere and we'll see it except Twitter yeah, screw Twitter. It's not. <laughs> can't say that. That's not a bad word. That one. Come on, Dad. That one's on the cusp. That one's on the cusp. We'll go. Gosh, always get in trouble, guys. We have an ethics meeting after this. We have to go to. <laughs> so, it's weird. So always, Caleb, you did this wrong. It's, you did that wrong. It's weird. That meeting just got scheduled thirty seconds ago. <laughs> Uh, well uh no all of us do appreciate all of us caleb and i do appreciate all the time people spend tuning into our podcast and sharing it and telling other people mm-hmm. this is our primary source of advertising is just word of mouth and we yes. appreciate uh our global fan base that's <laughs> overselling it a bit our global listeners, listeners. Uh, <laughs> i wouldn't call them fans yes, who so are in between sermons for what <laughs> 
<laughs> whatever church is they're podcasting. No. Um, we do appreciate everyone that tunes into the show yeah. all the time. And Caleb and I have fun doing yes. it and uh, are excited to keep doing it. So, absolutely. Well, Caleb, I think that is going to do it for us today. Mm-hmm. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.